Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome in Hour 2 of the program. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Jason By Smith, the way, off yeah, tonight. I, yeah, Arnie. I was going to say, should I be upset that Ben Maller drove right by my house like eight miles from me and didn't stop to even say hello to me? Yeah, it sounds like a you problem that you're bringing to America now. <laughs> At went, stinking he genius went right one. by me for crying out loud. I mean, he's up here in the in the northeast. He went from Boston to Maine. That's like a like a two hour. That's 130 miles from me. He could have stopped over and said hello. Were you tracking his whereabouts? Like you you were NORAD and he was Santa Claus. I mean, what the hell? hell? Yeah, he goes, he goes uh, how far are you from? I'm like, oh, boy, a couple of hours. He goes, oh, that's just too far. I can't make it. That's too far. Can't do it. Well, I mean, other than filling out giant legal pads to talk to me, <laughs> what, did, what did you have to do today? Uh, I'm busy, man. I got a lot of stuff going on. Filling in with you, I was very busy. Right, but over the course of the day, before the the throws of, I mean, maybe you were watching a little bit of Premier League, which came back to action. Yeah, and that's Erling what I was Holland doing, yeah. getting after it very quickly, <laughs> or getting ready for the next parts of the uh, Women's World Cup. Uh, maybe you were getting into that, or just getting your bets down on your NFL preseason action. Seems like you could have gotten in a car and, and found a way to 
you know, maybe solve the distance issue between you and Ben Maller? Yeah, he'd come out to Vermont. It's the first time out here at the Northeast. Come up to Vermont. I'll show you around. No, no, too far for him to make the uh, left-hand turn there and to come up here. Well, he was already that far. Yeah. You could have uh, bent a little bit and, you know, gone. I'm busy. And... I told you. I'm busy. Well, Got a lot you of know, stuff he was busy, too. Life. He had a lot of meet and greets or something <laughs> to do. I don't know. That's for sure. He did. He actually had uh, Again, I'm not tracking the man's whereabouts. I just <laughs> knew he was off this week and having himself a vacation. So enjoy your time uh, at Ben Maller uh, for all of his whereabouts. Uh, Arnie, that was also said for you, so you can, you know, send another message to Ben directly <laughs> to lament uh, the fact that you guys didn't meet up and you weren't able to uh, cajole him into buying you a sandwich or whatever the hell you were looking. Well, he for. said he texted me. He goes, "It's Ben," and I wrote, "Ben who? Who the hell?" Oh, see, you? that's what you did. I didn't know that's, who he was well, talking what are you about. Doing? Jeez, agitator. I we were talking earlier about boxing rings or whatever. We're going to put you and Maller in the ring together. There you now. go. There, Let's there do it, is. it. All right, Freddie Freeman with another RBI for the Dodgers here <laughs> on Fernando Valenzuela night. He's going to do everything he can to chase down Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, for the MVP in the National League. We've got the Broncos now on top of the Cardinals, 7 nothing. We spoke about him briefly uh, a little bit earlier in the show, Arnie. Russell Wilson starting the game and rolling into the second quarter. Yep. A that's right. huge twist and turn of events here in the National Football League 2023. So many starters at least getting uh, their feet wet, getting a series or two. In this case, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton decided, all right, we're going to watch this offense roll a bit, and I've got to see some positivity before you get to sit down. Finally throws the touchdown pass, and yes, it's that man, Jerry Judy. Two catches, 40 yards, and a score for him. Wilson for the night, 7 of 13, 93 yards and a touchdown as the Broncos had that 7-0 lead over Arizona. But it speaks, I think, a little bit, Arnie. We've got 16 new offensive coordinators let wow. alone the handful of new head coaches. But we half the league changed out their coordinators this year. I didn't know it was that many, to be honest with you. So we're, we're looking at a major uh, seismic shift uh, in the NFL, which to me would make sense that you'd see more of the starters out there and trying to get some reps in live game action as opposed to just running your practice Time and again, and well, we, we see are. the joint practice and that yeah. fun. But we we saw Sean McVay. We're going to see Frostburg's got him tomorrow, right? You got Chargers and Rams. You're going to see some of the starters in that game. Right. And he was one of the guys that led the push towards everybody doing Operation Shutdown. And then one of the great stats for uh, Patrick Mahomes under Andy Reid: forty-nine touchdowns, four picks in his September games. And then wow. the second half, Mike, it's going to be a rematch of the college football uh, championship. Max Duggan and Stenson Bennett. Oh, Stenson yeah. Bennett getting after it. There you go. He looks good, though, Stenson Bennett. I can't wait to see what he's going to yeah. throw out there Barney, Let's hope it goes a little better for Max Duggan this time. Yeah, exactly. You know, just, just a couple just things. A but, just um, a little bit. You know, on, on, on Russell, um, he was getting banged around. He was always supposed to play the first quarter, and the drive he was on uh, got pushed into the second, and then they brought him back for another series because he didn't put any points on the board, and they had to punt the ball, and you're right. He's like, 
like, we got to get some positivity out of you um, in, in the first preseason game. I, I mean, they're playing the stinking Cardinals for crying out loud, and they were having trouble moving the ball. The Cardinals were putting a lot of pressure on them. So I really think they said, you got to show us something and let's leave it some positive, uh, a positive note. And that's, that's why they still had him out there. He, we, he got hit a couple of times there, um, you know, for the preseason. He was, he was getting smacked around a little bit, Mike. Well, you know what? You got to take those lumps early because you get it all on tape. Yeah. And now you can start to evaluate your offensive line, which is supposed to be one of the strengths of your squad. You've got a wide receiving core in Judy and Sutton. Uh, obviously, losing Tim Patrick for another year is a huge blow to what they were trying to do. You've got Javante Williams coming back off of his injury. So a, a lot of moving parts as they get ready for this season. But after getting as chesty as Sean Payton did, going back on Hackett and all right, of that. Right, right, right. We joked about it the, the night that that first happened and said, well, I, I guarantee you he's going to blame all the hot take nonsense. He was around at Fox. What were the first words out of his mouth? Oh, I must have had my, my Fox, Fox hat still yeah. uh, and, then, BS, and then he never yeah. really apologized. No, he didn't. Right? He, yeah, exactly. Never apologized. I, I, I'm rooting against but, him. I don't think they're going to have a good year. I, I'm not believing this Russell Wilson going to turn it around and he's the, you know, he's the next uh, uh, you know, uh, great coach out there that's going to bring in some Super Bowls. I, I don't buy it at all for them at all well all about the you know new guy in town we're turning everything upside down there yeah the during their preseason games i don't want any photo opportunities bucket hats uh (laughs) and all of those things no music at practice right uh they didn't have the local media out there uh you know broadcasting their radio shows as they have in years past which is too bad because it's a really cool setup Having that's done what, that a couple that's what of it's years. all about. That's what preseason's all about well, is having the media out there and broadcasting there and and you know being a you know trying to be the harsh attitude like Eric Bieniemy and all that. That doesn't work. You you realize that doesn't work at all nowadays. Well, the Bieniemy thing to me is interesting, right? Because obviously you've got Andy Reid on one side back in Kansas City and and Bieniemy, and we can get into the debates of why he wasn't a head coach, why he didn't do this, whatever. And now he's in Washington. And if the the report is legitimately, hey, he's being hard on us and he's pushing us. Right, Sometimes right. Sometimes you need to be hard on people and push them. Well, Arnie, but, but I guess a lot of people are complaining about it. They're too bad. So. <laughs> like, unless he's throwing footballs at him, you know, like, hey, you screwed that up. You know, Mike, you Or, see- or doing stuff like when I was a kid, they'd hit you over the head with a whistle or yeah. grab you by the face mask saying, no, you need to be over here. And they'd drag you into somebody else's helmet unless he's doing that or just demeaning them as men which i've well, seen many a coach do i don't i, I mean I, like yeah, just coaching on. them hard to try to get drills right i i i need more specificity if you're going to try too, to get right. me on the player's side of this but let me ask you this does that mean is this the reason why he hasn't gotten a head coaching job is it the is it the way he interviews and, and the bigger problem is if that's what's keeping you from being a head coach you think you'd change your ways well a little bit, but, that, you? but no. that's the thing right is and what we, my way or the highway well, but I, we've I, also talked about this about a lot of players right i mean look at the johnny manzel story which has right, right. you know the documentary and his interview and all of the stuff that came out of well, that. well that's crazy well, that's zero film that's insane but, you know but let me take yeah. it kyler murray we're watching the cardinals obviously right. he's not playing he's on the comeback trail but another guy who a lot of his work ethic was questioned What happened? He was a guy with great success, a Heisman winner, top 10 pick in two sports, and immediately came in and had pretty good success in the NFL. Are you going to necessarily change your work habits 
if you're having success? Well, you're having success, but you know when you go up another level, you have to do what it takes, and you have to do film. You can't not do one second of film, though, Mike. Well, no, you no, I'm, you, not, I'm you, not excusing yeah, it, Arnie. I'm just right. trying to, you know, from an explanation of if everything's come easy to you. I mean, take it to school. I mean, I'm sure you were a super genius. Of course. No yes. problem. No question about it. All of a sudden, something got hard, whatever that subject was. And some, a lot of people don't know how to react. I remember my high school days, right? I went to a, a prep school in, in downtown Chicago, a pretty good school, you know, that my, my dad worked his ass off to, to get us through there, right? Expensive and all that stuff. And did I feel like I belonged half that? No, but I had to... to bust my hump to keep my grades up and all of that. Really? And, I would just take a W so I wouldn't hurt my GPA. Well, <laughs> but but I had I had a lot of friends, right, where they were overachievers yes, and really yes. good in the classroom. But when it came to standardized tests, they froze. Right, right. And all right. of a sudden, all that hard work and whatever else, something was difficult. Something didn't make sense. Something they couldn't prepare 100% for absolutely threw them for a loop. And that happens. That happens in every sport you play, every business circumstance that you get into. Suddenly there's a variable added to the equation that changes it. If you've always had success doing it one way, i.e. I have great uh, intuitive skills and my athletic skills are off the chart, and wait, suddenly there's film prep that I got to do and I've got to be in the, the office an extra four hours a day. And all of that stuff, you know, like we we don't just open mouth say things. But there's got to be a middle point here. There's sure. got between the enemy and the players. I mean, so many players are complaining, Mike. They're, I mean, it wasn't just like one or two people. I'm sure it was it was a lot more than that. Well, let me ask together. what the hell yeah. kind of operation they were running last year if it's that egregiously different. Well, obviously, maybe a little bit softer. I mean, did everybody walk over them? It's like, oh, it's okay. You'll catch the next one, buddy. Hey, you got to remember and pat them on the back of the shoulders. I mean, come on. They weren't. That, I mean, this team was a playoff team. What a couple of sure. years ago, were they not? So don't act like they're an zero and seventeen team. No, but like they've that. had an organization uh, mired in in problems. Absolutely, the, yes. the owner just got deposed. Right. You, you look right. at uh, the on field product, and you've had some bright spots. McLaurin's Absolutely. a good player. Robinson's a big player. They're excited a little bit about Sam Howell. And what he brings to the table. But Ron Rivera's as far as coaches go, he's a jag. He's just a guy. I like him. I like Ron Rivera. Old school guy to a point. Right. But I now did, but yeah. he also kind of, you know, didn't didn't do any favors in talking about the situation with Eric Bienemy. Right? No. As he met the media and kind of talked about it. You know, back your guy. You know, he's he's trying to get the best out of them. And maybe they're not used to a little bit of tough love. I agree with you on that. You need to back your guy. That I agree with you one hundred percent. But maybe even he's like, "Hey, I got with my players on this one. He's he's pushing them just a little bit too hard." Um, can you look? This isn't the days of two days. You know what I mean? That's, no, those but that's long gone. Well, Mike, and that's the know? other thing. That that's yeah. the CBA, and and that's you know from a product standpoint, Jeez. we we can talk about how the the product is uh, maybe inferior in some places because of the extra off day is the lack of two-a-days. And I'm not saying you need to go do the second practice in 100-degree heat in Latrobe, Yeah, maybe they're healthier, too, and they don't get hurt when they do two-a-days. But know? also, you're you're in a film room longer, maybe. But like a lot of that in the CBA gets legislated out. So you change how you have to process, and you've got to get stuff done on the practice field a lot quicker. So well, that's guys, why you got to so watch I, tape now. Well, that's but, why it, tape but I'm saying, on, yeah. but it doesn't take the place 100% of on-field reps. 
right? So the enemy is looking at it going, I got a running clock here. And if we can't get this base play down, guess what? We don't get to this, 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 or this. So, yeah, you might have to be a little bit of a hard ass to get guys to understand the gravity and the time sensitivity of what you're trying to install. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, respond the hard-ass well. You know what I mean? That's just me. Especially when I've had some bosses yelling at me and screaming at me. Didn't respond very well to stuff like that. People, Some people just... Nowadays, uh, players coming into the NFL don't respond to that type of coaching, you know? No, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're berating them and tearing them down. Bobby uh, Knight style. Yeah, I mean, it, look, we don't need to go to that level. But certainly... You know, the, all right, that'll be okay. Participation trophy for a practice kind of situation <laughs> is not where I want to go either. It's got, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You know what I mean? That's well, but that's just it. Out. Everybody needs to figure yeah. out where that happy medium is. Hey, coming up next, we're going to get into your favorite world, gambling. One billion dollars. Wow. That's the report. And some of uh, the guys on the tour decided, hey, it's time to uh, – Take fire at Phil Mickelson. He's Arnie Spanier in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 7 p.m. Pacific. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, And you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith show with me, Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios. No Jason Smith tonight. In his stead, my guy, the stinking genius, Arnie yes. Spanier. You hear him Sunday nights alongside Chris Plank. 
Honored to have him in here. He's a legend, Hall of Famer, in my mind anyway, Thank and you. certainly in his own. Uh, reminder, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, Arnie, I, I forgot to ask, how are your picks doing tonight? I know that is a big part and a big component of what you do with Plank on Sunday yes. nights, normally giving a lot of entertainment to our guy Steve DeSager uh, during those processes. But, you know, how are your picks tonight in preseason? I know you were really proud of yourself going 3-0 and to open yeah. the exhibition pre-season season. Preseason is the free season when you're taking teams. I was 3-0 and coming in. I was 0-1 and over on there's the – Listeners won't let me forget that one. But 3-0 on the side picks, I had Cleveland minus 3, and they're going to lose. They're down 17-9 to Washington, so that's going to be a loser. And I had Denver minus 3.5 against yeah. Arizona. They're going to go in the halftime, and it's going to be a 10 nothing lead for yeah, the Broncos. Fry just uh, nailed a uh, yeah, 55-yarder. I love it. I love it. So 11 seconds left, actually, in the first half. It's 10 nothing Broncos there. Hey, that's worth 5.5 points if you're in a fantasy league. Oh, look at you. You're ready for fantasy Hey, I've league. already done several drafts. I have two more going right now. Slow drafts, guillotine leagues. We should get a guillotine league going. Uh, for the hosts and, yes. and everybody here. Yes. Do you know what that is? No, but I'm ready to do it. So Let's you, do you it. draft a squad and the lowest scoring team each week gets cut. Ooh, I don't All know their I like players that. go to waivers. No, no, no. I don't so like that. So you could be out in week one, Arnie. No, no, no. I don't like that one. We oh, have to have I thought you were talking real guillotine. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could do that. <laughs> I mean, there's, that's a whole other thing. we got to look and uh, talk to legal about that yeah, one. Speaking of getting guillotined, how about Arnie's Dolphins tonight? Yeah. No, no touchdowns is, for them. Is it over? Oh, it's, it was over. It was the early game. They lost 19 No, 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 no. I mean, you know, are you already abandoning your team? No. Are you going to go and uh, jump onto someone else's bandwagon Sunday night when you no, rejoin not, Plank? How much I'm is he going to badger jumping, you? Uh, I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. I'm, I'm still okay with their offense. A little concerned about the secondary, but... Um, there's no doubt we'll win the division. I promise you that. We'll, we'll win about 12 games this year, maybe 13. Okay. So oh, you you, would, yeah, you say that with such sarcasm in well, your Well, I voice. do because I got Smith on the other side every night. Go, oh, we're going fourteen and three. No, the, how that's a lot for, of winning going on. You got a pen. You got a pen on you, Mike. Write this down. When you say you're gonna have, how are you gonna have fourteen wins when you're gonna start the season one and six? Do the math on that. Write that down, and can you figure out how you could have 14 wins? Yeah, I, when you I start didn't the say I believed six? it. I'm just saying you guys are all chesty. Like your mouthpieces for your respective teams. He's Fireman Jason, and you're walking around <laughs> like you're Ace Ventura. I've, I've, the Jets, it's gonna. The, the fans will turn on that team real quick. Maybe two wins. Have you seen their schedule for the beginning sure. of the year? It is murderous, absolutely murderous. Um, there's no easy. There's like one easy game. So, um, they're well they're at least based on what perception is. Well, I'm telling the world, you world changes on a dime in the NFL, as we know, Arnie. No, you you can tell, which is like, if you look at them, they play the Bills. So, you know, that's going to be tough. They go at Dallas. So there's 0-2 right off the bat. They're lucky if they have the Patriots at home. So that will be a win. Then they play the Chiefs. So there's another loss. It's my at, favorite type of radio. Let's go through the no, I'm just schedule. Giving you, I'm just giving you the first six games. Did you, want, you want to go through all 270 while we're at it? 272? Come on. Yeah, no, I'm just, but so it's, it's going to be lucky if they win two games out of their first uh, seven. 
Um, I still think one and six, though. It's going to be a tough go for them at the beginning of this. Thing, you know what? You know? Coming up next hour, our buddy Todd Furman is going to join us live from Vegas. Mutual friend of yours and mine going yes. on many years here on the network. Todd, a uh, saint of a man, the Bet the Board podcast. We'll ask him that, you know, how he expects the uh, start of that season to go for the Jets and how much he loves hard knocks. But talking about betting. Uh, a lot made of Phil Mickelson, this new Billy Walters book yes. coming out and all of the discussion points, CBS broadcasters and getting the the signals from him as to whether he thought he could, you know, make a putt or or, uh, you know, what he was doing, hold a hole and, and getting odds. And, yeah, I'm feeling good about this one. No, I'm not feeling all of that stuff. And also some allegations that, well, he was trying to place a massive bet on himself during the 2012 Ryder Cup. Uh, Mickelson took to X. See, it looks weird. Not even saying Twitter anymore yeah, in yeah. parentheses. But, uh, quote, while it's well known that I always enjoy a friendly wager on the course, I would never undermine the integrity of the game. I have also been very open about my gambling addiction. So addiction is, is a word that, you know, we we're using here and even Phil does, but folks do it for entertainment purposes. Right. Not right. only just, hey, I'm making picks, you know, to entertain you, but also for the idea that, all right, I have a little bit of action, makes the game I may not care about otherwise a little more engaging, don't necessarily go into the problems uh, that folks get with gambling, but certainly understand the concerns and, and have plenty of stories and knowledge of people uh, that have had those issues, Arnie. But with Phil, the number that really rang true and really broke through for everybody, sports media and the world at large, was that he'd bet over a billion dollars. Amazing. I don't know if I really even figured career. that. I don't know if you could do that. I Look, he must have had some serious bets going down. Sure. Um, you hear some stories. I don't know if you know who Chet Forty is, an old-time sure. radio guy. I, I also, do work with Steve Hartman. Right, he brings right. him up to me about was, 37 times. He was Hartman's... Right, he was he was the producer of Monday Night Football. At one point, he had bet like every college football game and every college basketball game. He he just couldn't stop. But um, as to what Phil did, look, I love Phil. I really do. Um, I like I, I he's one of the reasons why I'll watch golf. And Phil's in the lead. I'm tuning on him. And I'll never tell anybody what to do with their money. I mean, when you see Bill Gates spend millions of dollars on a yacht or whatever it is, it's because that's what they have. They they have blank you money. They can afford yeah. that stuff. But when I see that Phil made a billion dollars in bets and lost, what was it, $100 million? I think to myself, and it's not right for me to tell anybody how to spend their money, but could you imagine the good he could have done with the $100 million that he lost the money he could give to Maui or money he could help people or charities. And I'm sure he does a lot of that to begin with anyway. But $100 million could fix a lot of problems in the world. And, again, I don't want to tell you how to spend your money. You kind of are, though, aren't you? I know that. but You're kind of doing it. But, it's like you're, you're talking out of both me, sides of your mouth I know right that, now. That's fine. And I'm probably wrong for doing that because it's his money. But you know what? You ask, and I'll say, God. Gosh, even if you ask Phil, could you imagine if you had that $100 million back so you could help people? It's just a lot of money. If you want to make friendly wagers and, you know, and I know he makes a boatload of money. There's no doubt right, about that. Right, they're saying his career earnings are, are drifting up towards a billion dollars as well when you add in the live money and everything else. Yeah, that's an insane amount of money. But 
geez, that's a problem when you're betting that much. That really is. And um, look, again, he makes if that you, much If money. he only lost $100 million, I would say uh, he really didn't. Or you think that he's a good gambler because well, he's not. It's not awful. That means he still has some liquidity so in I the would, game, right? Someone did the math and they said when you've done that, you're pretty much picking at fifty percent, and what you're losing is the vig, right? I, I so, don't know. so if that's the case, he got his entertainment out of it, he right? Did. I got into a discussion with about about it with Jason yesterday. He he was really uh, focused on one a line item, which was forty three baseball bets in a day, and I laughed. I go. My brothers and I, if we go do a uh, a race card wherever we are, they they travel for the Triple Crown. It's something right. my family has always done. If you got enough simulcasts going down, you're betting over forty bets in a given day, right? Easily. Right. And I, I mean, look, you're doing win but bets. But you're not trifectas. betting a billion dollars. No, but though, I don't right? have a billion dollars to bet. Like if yeah. he's got the money to bet and he can cover it. It goes back to it's his money. How do I tell him how to spend it? Right? Yeah, but that's you're his losing, enjoyment. You're just giving away a hundred million dollars. You're not giving you're, it away. You are right? giving no, it away. You're you're getting, you're, no, you're absolutely wrong. What are you getting because enjoyment you, out yes, of it? You're not you're enjoying in, losing a hundred million. No, my but friend. you but you're invested for that whatever amount of time, right? If I go to right? the craps table in Vegas with three hundred bucks, whatever, we'll make it a fictional number. You know right. what? For sake of argument, let's round it up to five hundred bucks. And I get to play for Whatever, 45 minutes, someone goes on a decent run, whatever. My right. cost of that attendance, that entertainment vehicle, was 45 minutes of action for 500 bucks. Is that a big difference, though, between $500 and $1 but, billion? But you're missing yeah. the point of the no, argument. You're absolutely I, missing I know, the point of the argument. The, you're saying, but you get the enjoyment. But if but, I get the enjoyment out of the 500 bucks and it's gone, I didn't just throw it away. I got my 45 you, minute, and that was what it was worth to me. Right, you're getting that. But right? I mean, can, can you really enjoy yourself after you've lost $100 million, though? Like, Over the course of, what are we talking, 30 years? I don't know how many years 25 years, years right? I met him back in, what, 1999 uh, at Pebble Beach. So, I mean, what are we talking? That's 24 years ago. And do you believe he's not already bet on golf one way or the other, that he didn't hurt No, nobody's team. believing that. Like, we heard rumors <laughs> about that when he was a youngin'. Right, like right. that. There was always action on every hole, and that's not out of out of the norm, especially practice rounds and stuff. Guys are betting all the time. Well, we say guys are betting all the. Look what's going on in Iowa State. And yeah, all that's that a stuff. whole other. I know that, that a whole other thing. Have we opened up a whole can of worms with what's going on right now with all the gambling and all the money we're bringing in on that? Or well, what? you're just. I mean, you knew it was there, right? It's another thing, just like we talked about last hour. Floodgates open. And folks have to now react instead of having planned for it as and, an inevitability. And by the way, this is not new. When I was a kid in high school, we had parlay cards. Of course. I mean, there'd be one guy giving out parlay cards, and he'd pay everybody off until somebody hit him big, and then we shut him down for the, the, the rest but of the season. But that's just it, season. right? He yeah. had to pay off the rest of his <laughs> you know, living expense money he got from financial aid or whatever mom and dad provided. And then you didn't hear from him again until the next season started right, right, when exactly. his bankroll was back. But that's a serious, a lot of money. It shows you um, what kind of uh, addictive personality he has when you're betting that type of money. That That's insane out there. And I heard the story about them going to, like, Vegas um, for, like, a Sunday morning, you know, NFL games. Phil had a, a Sweden with the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. They had TVs for every game. And then he won, like, a million dollars on the early games. 
won a little bit on the afternoon games and went down to like the Baccarat table, lost a lot of it back then, you know, had his own private jet. That That's some serious gambling when you're doing stuff like that. But we've Mike, talked you know? about it for years with Jordan and with Barkley and all of these guys. If right. it's money they can, quote unquote, afford to lose, where's the harm? Right? Other people have their vices. The, the things they love to to do, they collect things, they they go to events, right? They love live events. I love live events, and I know I probably spend a little more money on right. them than I should, right. but to me, it's the experience. When I'm in a pine box or, you know, uh, in an urn above someone's fireplace, that money ain't you, sitting there with me. You ask me what the harm is. How do I say there's no harm in losing $100 million, though? How do you possibly say, no, nah, no harm in that? How's his, how's his money situation, no Arnie? That, that, that's, is that really all what it comes down to is how his money situation is? Or is it more that he even says he's got a gambling problem, right? right? But, but psychologically, does he is he the worse off for it, I guess? Only Phil can answer that. That's not Probably for me not. or me or Probably other people not. to decide. If yeah, Phil thinks yeah. he can afford to gamble and with enough wins and losses in the end, it's – He's lost a hundred million out of a billion dollars in bets. He's done okay. Well, wait, wait. Do you, do you think he maybe have lost endorsements because of his gambling problem? Do you think he's lost? Maybe. Well, so now it's more than a hundred okay, million. Okay, that's dollars. fine. That, but yeah. again, it's on him. Like you're 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 coming down like you're the moral high authority on what Phil Mickelson should do with his money. <laughs> you know how dare it, you bet? Yeah, it's so funny. But somebody said in this tweet that says, "Let me say I'm not telling you how to spend your money without telling you how to spend your money." Over 30 years, he loses an average of the three million a year, and you're not charged changing the world with three million. Or I would have done it already. So, um, yeah, when you look at it like that, but, it, you know, when they said $100 million, that's the money, I, that's the price I'm looking at. No, I get it. It's, million, it's the yeah. large number and, yeah. and certainly compound interest, right? Your money's going to double Woo. in good mutual funds over seven years. <laughs> we can do all that, but you're missing the point of the exercise. Yes, I know. The I man, know, know. instead of doing all the things you and I may enjoy, you know, you couldn't even get in your car to drive to meet your buddy Ben Maller for right. an hour or two. Uh, you're going to criticize the guy because he likes to gamble a bit by the way is this any different than if you would have put a hundred million dollars in the stock market and maybe lost half the money in the stock market well but no? that's my point right yeah. you, you picked the wrong investment and backed the wrong <laughs> horse there you're in the same boat and you didn't get a lot of action out of it you just watched a ticker instead Oof. of games and now you don't have people uh you have boards of directors directors to blame be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific welcome back in fox Sports right. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Radio, Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. Arnie Spanier in for Jason tonight at Stinkin' Genius 1 over on X. Find me at Swollen Dome. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. You can bundle and save at Progressive.com. This story caught my eye, Arnie, because it brought me back to my days of playing football for my grade school. <laughs> Kendrick Green, a third-year offensive line uh, lineman out of Illinois, playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Always wanted to run the ball in youth football. Problem is, he had the red sticker on his helmet. Right. Signaled to everyone around him, he wasn't allowed. Quote, where I'm from, they give you a red sticker when you're too heavy. So you can't run the ball, you got to play on the line. Look at a little Mikey Harmon on the south side of Chicago. Was that you? It was not sticker? a red sticker. It was, I, look, I'm, I'm not much taller now than I was uh, finishing <laughs> fifth grade. Uh, I had the stripe on my helmet. And so worked with my dad. We did some extra workouts and whatever. And, uh, you know, I got under the weight limit so they could take the stripe off. Pass, got into pass uh, receptions, right? Some Back then, mostly a run game, but occasionally you'd you'd trickle out as a tight end or or get a call as a fullback or whatever. And then we we get to the playoffs, and, and what happens? They challenge my weight. Oh no! So you got to do it all over. I again. was a quarter pound over, so the stripe oh, came back. No. The indignity. We had put in a couple of plays where, look, because I was a big kid, I was running people over once because I, I was just under the threshold of that weight uh. limit. So Mason Rudolph, this was in their uh, practice under the lights the other day in Latrobe. Obviously, tonight you had the Steelers getting after it against Tampa. We'll get into that in earnest in about 10 minutes here, uh, along with the rest of the day's action in NFL preseason. Uh, but Green got to catch a, a ball out of the backfield from Mason Rudolph in front of the crowd. So he got to live out a little bit of that dream of touching the ball. But well, I like never felt so seen. Perry? Is that what it like, tales of that? Or yeah, what? a li- little bit kind of yeah. like that, right? Right, exactly. All the big guys love to catch touchdowns and, and that. They, well, they we saw it with you know, the Patriots for years, right? The Vrabel and other Vrabel. guys. What, Ted catches like or nine, nine of them might go for touchdowns or something Yeah, crazy a lot like of, of trickeration there. But for me, I, I started reading this article, and I'm just flashing back to – the diet I went on, the extra exercise, <laughs> the steam rooms, all of those things wow. to pass the weight weight limit and get underneath it, only to have it challenged for the playoff game. What grade was this? <laughs> Third grade? Fourth grade? What was this? This No, this would have been getting up to, uh, this would have been eighth grade. Wow. I was really good on the offensive line. I was, I'll, I'll take it at that football. point. I was smarter than everybody. So I just read where guys were going to go, and I just swam past them on the defensive side and certainly offensively. They had their tendencies. But I also wanted to be part of the offense touching the ball. So we got creative. What could have been for you? What could have been for you? Could have been. Well, I also didn't grow. So for high school, the coaches were all like, yeah, we can get you to uh, to look like a fire plug and kind of <laughs> intimating what they would uh, give me to do that. I was out on it, Arnie. I was out on it. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.